when do you give up? When do you quit your trading strategy? And when do you move on to a new trading strategy? So welcome back to the Traders Improve podcast. My name is Rolf, I am your host. And as every Tuesday, I am releasing a new podcast episode. And this question has been asked many, many times during live streams or emails or just general conversations with traders that I had. When do you give up on a trading strategy? When do you conclude that a trading strategy is not working and you need to move on? And there are a lot of interesting things that we can unpack here. So let's get started. And we're going to talk about or and provide you the ultimate strategy checklist, things that you need to consider, steps that you need to make sure that you have covered. And once you have done all of that, then it is time to move on to a strategy, to a new strategy, maybe, as you will see at the end of the video. But what is a strategy? When we talk about trading strategies, we usually can distinguish between two different definitions. First, we are looking at a very rigid strategy definition where you have fixed rules, that every trade looks the same, every trade has the same parameters, the same rules. So those things can usually be coded into a trading algorithm when you always have the same exact rules for entries, stops, timeframes, management, targets. That is a rigid fixed trading strategy. On the other hand, we have flexible trading strategies where the rules are determined to a specific degree, but you also have the chances to apply some um, variability to your rules, to the way you enter your trades. Um, mostly, however, do you, uh, how you execute your stops, how do you set your stops based on a trade-to-trade -trade basis, wider stops versus closer stops based on volatility, how do you set your targets, is it always the same, or do you actually make sure that your strategy and that the parameters fit into the chart context. And I mostly focus on flexible trading strategies. I'm not a big fan of rigid strategies and just a few words here. If you have a rigid strategy where you have exact rules, there is no room for interpretation, there's no discretion at all, you should not trade this manually. You should get it into an EA, into an algo, and then you know exactly is the strategy working, is it not working? And then you can conclude, okay, what am I going to do with that? If at the end of the month, at the end of the year, this strategy shows a loss, you either discard it, you move on to the next one, or you decide to tweak parameters. That is the most important thing here. However, when we look at a flexible strategy where you acknowledge that you are a discretionary trader and you have flexibility in the way you apply the rules, then we can go on and then we can look at how do you make sure that you have given your strategy and your trading your all before discarding it. And even more importantly, if you are not seeing the results that you want, what are we going to do with that? So let's get into this. And it's going to be a very important discussion here. So when traders ask me, should I discard my strategy? Should I give up on it because I'm not making any money with it and I'm losing money? The first thing you need to make sure is that you did not break any of the rules that you set out. So you have a trading plan and I will get to the trading plan in one or two minutes. Once you have done that, once you have a set of rules, you need to make sure that you follow those rules religiously. You cannot break any of the rules. And this is the first and most important thing about evaluating a strategy and evaluating 
the performance of a trading strategy. If, for example, you have a set of rules, you have rules for entry, stops, targets, and all of that, great. But you're not respecting the rules. You are entering too early, you're entering too late, you're not cutting the losses where your stop loss tells you to cut it. You are holding your trades maybe longer than you should. Maybe you're exiting your winning trades too soon. Maybe you're also risking not the right amount of money that you should be risking. And if you are then losing money, this is not the problem from your trading strategy. This is solely your problem. And I think it was Richard Dennis, um, or at least one of those mentors who mentored the turtle traders, he said that he could publish his trading rules in a newspaper and people just wouldn't follow it. And the I said it so many times, the best trading systems in, a, in the hands of an amateur trader who cannot follow rules will not make him money no matter what, no matter how good the trading strategy is. The problem is that nothing works 100% of the time. And that is going to cause a lot of problems because you may have five, 10 great winning trades, but if you can control yourself when the string of two, three, four losing trades comes around and it will, it's inevitable, it's just pure math, then no matter how good your performance was before, you will probably just trade very emotional and it will set off a cascade of other problems and you will start doubting the system. And then you're going to deviate from the trading plan and move outside of what the trading system to tells you to do. So this is the first and most important thing. And if you are one of those traders that is wondering, should I keep trading my system because I didn't make any money? Pull up your last 50 trades, go to your last 50 through your last 50 trades. And you can just simply take out a piece of paper or just a very simple Excel sheet with two columns. First trade number, Second, did I respect my rules? Yes and no. And then you will be able to really, really nicely see that. If you are, for example, an Edgewonk user and you are journaling your trades, which I will come to later, then you have an efficiency graph. The efficiency graph shows you exactly how many mistakes you made. So, for example, if your efficiency is around 40 to 50%, it means that you have broken your rules half of the time and you can look at breaking your rules when it comes to entries. You can look at breaking your rules when it comes to stops, exiting the trades, position management, all of those things. And then you can just look how many mistakes did you make per your last 10 hundred trades. And the further away you are from a hundred, probably you will never trade at a hundred percent efficiency. If you can trade at around 70 to 80%, that's already really, really good. But you need to make sure that before you judge your trading system based on performance, you judge yourself based on efficiency. And only then can we really have a conversation about the quality of your trading system. And if you are now one of those traders that doesn't have a trading plan, that's actually great news because it means there's a lot of room for improvement. So. What you need to have is you need to have rules for every part of the trading strategy. You need to have a rule for what is the timeframes that you're using, which higher time frame, which lower time frame are you using and how do you use them together? What are the rules for your entries? What are the rules for your position sizing and risk management? How do you set your stops? How do you set your targets? How to manage your trades? How do you deal with news, weekend holding, overnight holding? 
And you need to make sure that all of those things have been covered in your trading plan. And this is very, very important. And the goal is, I think we talked about this in the last podcast or the one before that, you want to remove as much uncertainty as possible from your trading. And the goal is that, or there are many goals. First of all, it will help you trade with more confidence when you exactly know in every situation what to do and how to approach your trades and your charts. But more importantly also, once you have rules, then you can judge your trading strategy on a much, much better level because then you can suddenly understand if you are listening to the rules and if you are adhering to the rules, that's granted, then you can see are the rules working? Are the rules in that specific combination that you have written them down in your trading plan, are they generating a profit? And again, we need to make sure that we are trading at a high level of efficiency so we are not breaking our rules. Otherwise, we can't judge the strategy. So this is very, very important. And it's the first big part when it comes to understanding your performance and yourself as a trader. And then we need to make sure that we adhere to risk management principles and we apply solid and proper position sizing. So whenever people come into my live stream or just manage me in, in private and they say, hey, I've lost a trading account, I've lost yet another trading account, this sets off my, uh, how you call it, my alarm bells because losing a trading account or just blowing it up and having a margin call is very difficult and it takes a very, very long time. Assuming you have maybe 2% per trade, maybe 3% even, but you adjust your risk after maybe two or three losing trades. Once your account has uh, gone down, your account size has gone down, you recalculate those 3%. And you will see that those 3% will always be less and less and fewer and fewer or smaller and smaller uh, amounts of capital and also of position sizing. So as your account go, uh, grow, uh, small shrinks, that's the word, as your account shrinks, those 3% or 2% or whatever, how much you risk is also going to shrink. And therefore, it takes long, it takes a very, very long time to actually blow up in a trading account. So when you see that you are one of those traders that has those wide and wild fluctuations in your trading account balance, this is a really, really big red flag. And again, it's it's a great opportunity because it means that there's a lot of room for improvement. If you are one of those traders that loses a lot of money in just one or two trades, great. You need and you can fix that and then you can plug that hole in your trading approach. It's great news if you are open to it and if you are open to really looking at it objectively. So very, very important as well that you cover this risk management and position sizing as well. Then. I can always judge the seriousness of a trader when they come to me and they say, hey, oh, my trading is not going well. I tell them, just send me your trading journal with your last 20, 30, 40 trades and I will have a look and I give you some feedback. And to my, well, not any more surprise, but in the beginning I was quite surprised that very few traders actually journal their trades. And again, I keep asking or putting out this question, do you remember your last 20 trades? Do you remember what happened during your last 20 trades? And the answer is going to be probably no. For most people, most likely it's going to be no. I certainly don't remember my last 10, 20 trades. So this really highlights the importance of having a place where you capture your trades 
and then can come back later to analyze it. And a trading journal is not just a physical notebook where you write down a few thoughts or it's not only just a self-made spreadsheet in Excel. A trading journal needs to be able to really relate all the data points that you put into your journal from all your trades and then provide you with specific information about a specific area. You want to make sure that a trading journal is able to tell you how is my trade management working? Is it working? Is it not working? When I'm likely to break my rules? How does my expectancy look? How do different setups perform? How do different holding times perform? Is holding time an issue for me? And it needs to be very, very customizable. Again, that's why we built Edgewonk. That's why we put in years and years and spend um, a lot of money to develop and keep improving Edgewonk because it is just such an important part of every trader's journey. Without a journal and without a proper journal, you will not be able to learn about a system. Many traders come to me and they show me that they have an Evernote or they have a physical notebook and that's great, it's a good start, but again, a tr trading is like running your own business and imagine that you are going into the next uh, into the next shop or into the next business and the, the, the CEO or the owner of the business, all they have is an Evernote where they write down every day how they felt they write every day down uh, what went well, what went wrong, and they're just capturing their thoughts and their emotions. Versus a CEO of a, of, a, of a company who is actually keeping track of every little part of their business. Expensive, uh, expenses, costs, uh, margins, dates, sales, everything um, that needs to be accounted for in a, in a profitable and a successful business. Who do you think is going to make more money and who do you think is going to be more successful? Obviously, it's important to have the physical or the emotional component of psychology journal. However, if you don't have a way to really relate your data points in a trading journal, then it's, uh, it's completely pointless. And then you need to make sure that you review your last 10 trades. And even if you don't have the money to spare for a trading journal, you can start writing down on a piece of paper, for example. It's a great exercise. Write down in the first column trade number one until trade number 20. And then think about a change that you would like to implement. For example, let's assume you are currently using a two to one reward to risk ratio. Great, you can pull up your trading journal and see how that performs, no questions asked. But let's assume you wanna explore a different approach. Let's explore a few, let's explore two different approaches. Just you wanna compare the two to one versus the three to one. So you go through every single trade one to 20 and you analyze how would a three to one reward to risk ratio have performed compared to a two to one. And you will be able to immediately see what would have happened. Or you could say, okay, what would have happened if I keep my two to one stops, targets, everything is the same, but I will trade I will trail my stop loss after the price has moved 50% towards my target. I will either trail the stop loss to break even or maybe take 30% uh, off the trade and take partial profits there and let the rest run. And you can immediately then judge the performance. And this is where a trading journal and where this flexible strategy that I talked about in the beginning comes back full circle. So you wanna have a flexible trading strategy where you can adjust parameters. So for example, uh, you have a specific stop loss approach, but then in one of your reviews, it shows that using 
a little bit of a wider or a little bit of a closer stop loss would have performed better. Then you can go back to your flexible strategy. You go back to your trading plan and you adjust your rule for stops. And this is very, very important because then you really uh, reap the benefits of having a flexible trading approach where you can apply discretionary, where you're open to changes and you're open to changing or adapting your trading strategy based on real live market feedback. And this is where you want to get to. You want to get to a place where you get, you go away from this black or white thinking. You look at many traders look at their performance and then they either say, okay, this strategy is great or this strategy is not working. I would like to get you to a mindset where, first of all, you understand that you are probably the weakest link in this whole endeavor and you need to make sure that you work on yourself first. But once you have done that, you realize that your trading strategy is a growing and a living thing, so to speak, something that changes and evolves over time. You may start with a specific set of rules that you are applying to the markets, but then you will see that a trading strategy needs to evolve. Sometimes in some weeks the markets are trending more, sometimes in some weeks specific markets and specific pairs trend more or specific days even. And therefore you need to adjust your, your rules every now and then. And this is really, really where you want to get to. You want to get to a place where your strategy keeps adjusting to the ever-changing nature of the markets because price in the markets is very dynamic. So this is uh, what I would get to. And finally, self-awareness check. Again, I mentioned it, but I just want to conclude with that because when we talk about should you quit your trading strategy and move on, you the first thing you always have to make sure is that you figure out are you the problem or is it really the system to blame? And in 90%, I would say maybe even more, the trader is probably the weakest link and the system is usually never to blame or very, very rarely. So do you fall into the category of being a very serious trader that approaches his or her trading with the seriousness it deserves? You have a trading plan, you have a journal, you have a review process, you've written out all your rules, or do you regularly lose, blow up trading accounts, you don't have any rules, every trade looks different, you never look back, and you never have a journal, then probably shouldn't call yourself a trader, but more of a gambler. And this is a self-awareness check. And again, it's very important that you are honest with yourself. And that's why I'm here maybe a little bit harsh or may sound harsh, but there's no point in closing the eyes from reality. If you see that you have holes in your seriousness in the way you approach your trading, you can choose obviously to ignore it and to close your eyes in front of the reality but most likely you're going to see the same problems manifest over and over again. Or you recognize that, okay, there are things that I need to change and I'm willing to put in the time, the effort and see where this takes me. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it gave you some things to think about. And if it did, great. Make sure to leave a review. Make sure to reach out, leave a comment as well. I'm always very, very happy to read all your comments and reviews. Until the next Tuesday when I will be back with a new topic. So again, Tuesday is Trade Society Day and I will be back next week.